0: And welcome to the Unlikely Gifts Podcast. I'm producer and editor, Larry King, and it's my honor to introduce co-hosts Diane M. Samard and Amy Fairchild on this episode of the special 10 editions called The Monday Afternoon Club with Diane and Amy. Relax and enjoy the fun as these two firecrackers chat about the principles that keep them both grounded and share the amusing, memorable events They both insist really did happen. So now, here, let's bring on the stars of the show. Here's Diane and Amy.
1: Welcome back to episode 17 of the Unlikely Gifts podcast's special edition Monday afternoon club with Diane and Amy. I'm Diane M. Simard, and I'm an author, blogger, blogger breast cancer survivor, and motivational speaker who advocates for more attention and resources for those impacted by the psychological traumas of cancer. I'm joined once again by my co-host, Amy Fairchild, the only person in the whole world who epitomizes the word shine. Amy's a project management consultant, professional public speaker, and a certified life and success coach. Plus, she's a professional musician with her own podcast called The Encourage Project. And now, here she is. Oh,
0: Diane, I'm so excited to be here. I cannot wait to see what we talk about today.
1: (laughs) Me either. Well, we're nearing the end of our limited run series. But before we get into today's episode, we've got more fan mail. Ooh, I love fan mail. It's the best. So who wrote in this time? Well, those who know my husband, Rini's family, know that his father, whom we lovingly call Pop, is one of the most amazing, patriotic, loving, and supportive dads a son could have.
0: Oh my gosh. I've actually seen him on Facebook even. He is (laughs) extraordinary.
1: How old is he now? So he's 91 years young. He still goes to the gym nearly every day. Plus, he's active in Knights of Columbus and BFW and the American Legion. Oh my he's gosh. the only person i've ever met who worked as an engineer at afco textron without ever even going to engineering school what he's, he's truly brilliant i'm telling you oh my
0: gosh so what did his fan mail say okay here we go
1: dear diane and amy i just love listening to the two of you laugh and banter about your observations of life our world needs a lot more messages of hope and positivity like what you share. Diane, from the very first time I met you, I knew you were destined to have a big impact on the world, and you're doing that. My question, though, is actually for Amy. You mentioned off-roading in one of the Monday afternoon podcasts, and I've been curious ever since. Amy, would you please tell us more about that? Love, Pop. Oh, I love him so much. He's just great
0: oh thanks for asking pop so real quickly here's a story uh at the beginning of the year i bought uh, a brand new bronco sport the the fun size not the full size the smaller one and i was invited to the ford it's called bronco off rodeo it's this one day event where bronco owners get to go to one of three locations in the united states And you drive one of their Broncos. You don't even have to drive your own and get it all dirty and stuff. Wow. Wow! And you learn about all the things that the Bronco does. You get to rock crawl and you drive through mud and you have barbecue. And it was phenomenal. It was Mm. so fun.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's so great. And and that anyone who buys one of these vehicles gets to participate?
0: Yes. Um, If you buy a certain model of the Bronco, you get a free... Uh, admission. And then you can pay to have someone go with you if you want to take a guest. But everything's covered for the day. It was so fun. I I went like on two wheels. (laughs) I climbed this big boulder. It was it was so fun. It was. Oh, that's
1: that's awesome. And you're welcome, Ford, for that free plug. There you go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: Oh, my. Well, even though we're close to wrapping up our limited run series, the Unlikely Gifts podcast will definitely go on after that. In these 10 special episodes we refer to as Monday Afternoon Club with Diane and Amy, we're discussing my next book about how impact leaders heal forward to overcome their adversities. And we've had some amazing conversations, haven't we? Oh, my gosh, yes. And I asked Amy to co-host with me because she's so stinking talented. (laughs) And she's intelligent and alert and aware of what makes for great impact leaders, which is a big deal for me. Mm. her emotional intelligence is off the charts which is why her passion mission which again is called the encourage project is such a hit so would you please tell us more amy about who you are and what types of impact you have
0: oh my gosh diane thank you so much you know you are such an inspiration to me And, and i've observed it you're an incredibly impactful leader and i'm so grateful we've been on this journey together as for the encourage project we're all about helping people explore possibility and create lives they love and i am personally on a mission to make 1 billion encouraging impressions in my lifetime one person one project at a time
1: well you are such a huge gift to all of us in in so many many ways and i'm learning more about you every time we have one of these (laughs) podcast episodes and and you probably don't know this because i haven't ever told you this but your work with the encourage project was one of my inspirations to write this next book which of course is based on my 10 life principles about how and why impact leaders are able to heal forward from their adversities
0: wow thank you
1: you're so welcome and the working title of my next book is heal forward and break free from emotional pain and it's scheduled to release in the fall of 2023. Oh
0: my gosh, I cannot wait for people to get their hands on it. Um what what I loved about it most I think was that it was a for me it was a high impact quick read and everything in there was super easy to implement right away. Hmm. The the chapter we're talking about today is the one though that gave me goosebumps. Um hmm. the chapter is called Growth Results from the Journey Not the Victory. Um one of my favorite chapters because it is at least for me, it is so easy to forget that the journey is really where all that goodness happens. You know, the destination or the victory
1: is the reward. I agree. So eloquently stated. And I chose that as one of my principles simply because I learned way more from losing than winning. Mm, I mean, it, it, it took me a long time to really accept and understand what that meant. But there is such value in experiencing the hard stuff of course, although it doesn't often seem like it at the time. Mm -hmm. And I encourage those listening in to think about your life's most important accomplishments and why do you consider it meaningful? I doubt that it was because it was easy, right? Right. Okay, so let me test it out on you, Amy. What would you say is your most significant accomplishment in your entire lifetime and why is it significant?
0: Holy smokes. Um, I would say that Honestly, starting the Encourage project has been the most significant accomplishment so far. I I mean, I had to tear down who I was in my previous life, if you will, as a corporate heavy hitter. Um, I had had to release all the programming and all the conditioning and all the external value I had associated with my worth. You know, things like titles and visibility and all that stuff. And I really had to rediscover what I value who I am and what I want to contribute in this lifetime and it was it was a big process and and essentially I learned that I define my worth and thus far that's been the biggest thing that, that I've done
1: and it reinforces the basis the premise really of everything that I'm doing as well which is you have to figure out who you are and why you are first before you can start to spread your message and yes. I love what you said about sometimes that requires kind of getting broken down so you can build yourself back up again mm-hmm. and um yeah I just I just am so I'm so grateful that we met because we <laughs> not just because we think alike but because we believe in this process and then oh my gosh yeah and and so remind me again I know you told me once but how long have you been doing the encourage project?
0: Uh, As an, as an entity, four years. Okay. The, the whole process started a long, long, long time ago, but as a formal entity, only about four years. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's fabulous. Uh, Absolutely encourage everyone I meet to look into what Amy is doing and, and she is such a gift and has so much to offer. Thank
0: you. I appreciate that. You know, uh, we've been talking about adversity, and it, it makes me think of this this wonderful quote. I'm a big quote person, mm. and it, w- it was by Theodore Roosevelt, if you don't know who he was. He was one of our presidents here in the United States. <laughs> I think he was 25 or 26. I don't know. But he said, nothing in the world is worth having or worth doing unless it means effort, pain, or difficulty. And he's, And he went on to say further, he said, you know, I have never in my life envied a human being who led an easy life.
1: And, wow. And that just hit me, you know? Oh, well, I, I love it, first of all. And and so let's chew on that a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have never in my life envied a human being who led an easy life. Mm-hmm. Don't you? There's just such truth in that. Yes. So, so um, time for a quick history lesson while we're on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> so Teddy Roosevelt was definitely a wise and scrappy president who prioritized conservation and established our national parks and forests mm-hmm. and monuments to preserve our country's natural resources. Yep. Of course he was president in the early 1900s. But get this, in terms of foreign policy, he focused on of all things Central America hmm. where he began construction of the Panama Canal wow. which is so critical to how goods and supplies get shipped around the world. And you want to talk about vision, right? Oh that my gosh. would certainly be yeah one. So Speaking of, in the spirit of greatness, what's it your beverage of choice on this fine day?
0: Oh, my gosh. I almost forgot. Uh, today, I'm actually on total chill mode. I had a ridiculously hectic morning. Mm. <laughs> my yard blew up and there was water gushing everywhere.
1: Oops. <laughs> so, oops.
0: Oh, my. So I'm <laughs> relaxing with some lovely iced chamomile tea with honey. Yummy. What about you?
1: Well, today it's plain water with ice. Which sounds boring, but it's perhaps the most absolute necessity of life. And I felt like getting back into the basics in the spirit of us talking about Teddy Roosevelt.
0: That sounds like that is totally on point. So now that we're all hydrated and ready to go, (laughs) let's get to the book. Um, Early in this chapter of Heal Forward and Break Free from Emotional Pain, you share how you recently completed several personality assessments. I have found those to be super insightful. What did you learn?
1: A lot. (laughs) (laughs) and I mean, I was shocked and and it turns out I'm not nearly as much of a chirpy promoter destined to prop up everyone else. I know I've (laughs) talked about that a lot on these episodes, but I'm actually, I've evolved into a leader who's curious and innovated, resilient, and of all things, fearless about change. That really surprised me and and when I read this part of my assessment my blood pressure spiked because <laughs> the observation was so true so get this when I'm awake and sometimes even when I dream I endlessly think of ways to make things better wow. and, and and as you know if I don't have a suggested solution I know how to quickly find one hmm but here's one thing I didn't realize but and it's so true I no longer have emotional attachments to negative things that happened in my past. Thank you, Lord. Wow. And, and trust me, that was not always the case. Oh my
0: gosh. So that's probably the reason why a part of your book title is break free from emotional pain, right?
1: Yep. Yep. It is.
0: Well, I I agree that the assessment was absolutely spot on. Uh, and and I know you well enough to know that your mind never stops.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So my husband Rainey often reminds me of that. <laughs> he once heard a comedian explain that men unlike women are not able to exist in more than one box or topic at a time so when i jump from topic to topic Rini often reminds me that he's still hanging out in the last box we talked about <laughs> and i've learned to let him know when i'm switching to a different subject
0: <laughs> it makes me laugh because my mom is the same way mm. and <laughs> We've talked about how we communicate so differently. I'm actually more like Rini, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) And my mom and I have had to actually outline, if you will, our communication rules of engagement, you know, to help us avoid (laughs) frustration and and misunderstanding. Um, Were you surprised at how the test showed you have evolved over the past 30 years?
1: Well, I I, I absolutely was. But thank you, first of all, for using the word evolved, because that's how I view my life and its journey and i continue to evolve but i've learned so much and i've had so many amazing experiences that very few people ever get to do
0: oh my gosh you totally have um and there's tons of them but tell us about one of your most memorable amazing experiences
1: okay so oh here's a good one so way back in 2004 I was selected for what's called the Joint Civilian Orientation Conference which is the US Secretary of Defense's which who was then Donald Donald Rumsfeld um the Secretary of Defense hand picks a group of about 50 civilians who get to travel with members of the US military for a week and I was one of those 50 can you believe that what yeah it was so cool and 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 we got to travel with members of all branches of the U.S. military and we got to meet troops that were stationed and participating in training exercises all over the world. I mean we went everywhere.
0: That must have been incredible.
1: Oh god it it truly was and and um, I in fact I need to write a blog series about about this because we're coming up on the 20-year anniversary and I will definitely do that. And so we met up in Washington D.C. and and we ended up spending a day at the Pentagon and, of course, where the Pentagon was hit on mm. and then And af- that afternoon, uh, the Army took us up in Army helicopters and they flew us over the National Mall in oh Washington, D.C. And, in fact, we were the first civilian group to get to do that after 9-11 wow. um, because they had not cleared the airspace. And so this was three years after nine eleven, wow. And then after that, We boarded an Air Force C-17 cargo plane at Andrews Air Force Base, which is where the president always flies out of. And then we flew all night to Ramstein, Germany. Oh, my gosh. And then after that day uh, in Ramstein, we flew on our C-17 to Bosnia to participate in foot patrols with the U.S. Army Guardsmen and women from Indiana and then we flew to Baku, Azerbaijan to spend the day observing U.S. Navy SEALs training with Azeri Special Forces. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> yeah, Navy the, SEALs. And I'm I think like, all I wanted to do was like sing in the USO I know, when I was I younger. Know.
1: It, it just it's incredible <laughs> to talk about this now. Cause oh my and the gosh. SEALs, the SEALs were so cool. Of course, we could not take pictures of them for right. understandable security reasons, but right. <laughs> they took us out on their they call them rigid inflatable boats or ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then we we did donuts, you know, go around really yeah. fast in circles. We did that on the Caspian Sea. And then, get this, they let us shoot their M4 weapons at watermelons as target practice. <laughs> and, and I need to find those pictures because um, I remember one of the seals walking up to me and reminding me. He said, he goes, ma'am, the target's over here. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. I was so... Embarrassed, <laughs> I really was, but and then after that, on our final full day of that week, we flew to Rota, Spain, and and then we were flown out to the USS Enterprise aircraft carrier on what's called a carrier onboard delivery or COD aircraft that they also jokingly call the tube of shame. <laughs> and, and those are the little airplanes that they fly out with food and mail and stuff. Yeah, and then we did a tailhook landing on the USS Enterprise holy cow what did that feel like um well I wasn't very bright then which was (laughs) I was in my late 30s and and several of us had uh, kind of broken to the sangria because we were in Spain (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. the night
1: before so I I wasn't feeling very well and (laughs) the jet fuel was just the the fumes were just killing me because this cod airplane that we flew on they had the back tail thingy flipped open and all these jet fumes were and I was like oh my god I'm gonna lose it but I held it together and so we got we were flying out to the Enterprise um, and when we landed I didn't even think about this but what you come to an immediate stop you know when the tail hook grabs (laughs) they call it the arresting gear cable on the deck of, of the Enterprise and um my my stomach just stopped and then like the I felt like the rest of me went off <laughs> the edge of the aircraft carrier. But I, I still kept it together. Oh but um gosh. get this the 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 carrier they flew us to the USS Enterprise it was our military's first nuclear powered aircraft carrier. And it was where the carrier scenes from the first Top Gun movie were filmed.
0: Oh, my gosh. Top Gun is one of my faves. And the new Top Gun was just as amazing. Oh, my gosh. It was. Um, So I'm assuming you got to spend a day on the aircraft carrier. Tell us about that.
1: Oh, my gosh. So sensory overload, as if we hadn't had (laughs) enough already. And and it was just by that time I was so exhausted. But um, so we they took us all over the enterprise, which has like multiple levels and they call it Well, it's out of commission now, but it was called the Big E back when it was in service. And one of the coolest highlights, one of the coolest things we got to do was to eat lunch with the sailors and talk to them. And they just said, pick any sailor, sit and have lunch with them. And they were so nice. I mean, the food was great. And it was was just so amazing to ask them about what life was like living on the ship, you know, for months Mm -hmm. and years at a time. But then after that, they took us up to the flight deck. Ooh. and we've got to watch a training exercise where all those operators you know they have the different colored clothes on mm-hmm. they launched every i swear every aircraft that was on board that carrier they launched it and that includes the f-18 jet fighters oh my gosh and 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 then they performed an air show just for us oh my gosh and and they didn't tell us this but then an f-18 went like screaming across um right over us and he broke the sound barrier <gasps> And I like had never seen anything fly so fast. It was amazing, oh and the little gosh. poof of smoke—oh, it's so cool! And I was passing out because it was just so <laughs> real. <laughs> but but I was freaked out because once our day on the Enterprise was done, we had to get back on the COD aircraft, and and we had to prepare to do a catapult launch off the Enterprise, <sighs> and it was the ultimate adrenaline rush. And and we had to literally because we were seated backwards which I hate anyway we had to put our feet up on the back of the seat in front of us because you take off so fast that they said people have smashed their faces into this back of the seat in front of them and oh my god it was just I was so scared I was praying I was like doing yoga and (laughs) and I just didn't think I was going to survive but I had to put that was one of the things I had to had to had to do it and it is incredible
0: gosh but here's what's even more incredible all of that was in just one week of your life I know I mean that's a lifetime it it,
1: gosh (laughs) it it really was and very few people get I mean nobody in the I've done stuff Rainey who was in the military almost 30 years never got to do oh my gosh I've been on aircraft carrier um is just really cool but so to your point though um that same year 2004 my ex-husband um, he actually sold the company that I worked at and that I had helped him to save. He had started it, but many, wow. many of us worked so hard to save that company. And then a short time after the company sold, we separated and then we got divorced the next year.
0: Oh, my gosh. Talk about ebb and flow. You know, yeah. The, the highs and lows of life. I mean, as you say, you say a lot, you know, we grow from experiencing not necessarily winning.
1: Yeah, I think winning can be overrated. Quite mm-hmm. honestly, and it's great to be recognized, but I believe we gain strength and confidence and wisdom from preparing for the race, mm-hmm. and and no gold medals or trophies can come close to the value you create for yourself from the process of preparation. So,
0: what does it really boil down to?
1: Uh, you got to do the work, mm-hmm. and 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 I believe impact leaders like you who understand how to heal forward from their traumas get that. But to have an impact, to heal, to achieve peace, to reach whatever goal you set, you must be committed to putting in the hours or the days or the weeks or the months or the years of work. Mm -hmm. And then it's not over, right? Because if you want to stay at the top of your game, your work's perpetual. It, It never ends and you don't want it to ever end. True. Okay, I'm pretty fired up from telling that story, <laughs> but, but I'd like to hear your thoughts about how growth results from the journey and not the victory. Oh my gosh, you
0: know, there's very little I can say after that story, but one of the things that I think often gets overlooked when we talk about growth, you know, growth in skills and experiences and knowledge, I think one of the things that gets overlooked is growth of character. You know, learning to enjoy the journey really gives us an opportunity to cultivate patience and to cultivate calm and and honestly to cultivate faith in ourselves. Right. And and the way I look at it, victory is the confirmation or the validation of, like you said, the payoff of all the investment and all the work in ourselves. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Uh, It's so great to look at it that way. And, and. I know I've we've talked about this before but when I talk about leadership and the tough stuff right if it's overcoming mm-hmm. adversity or the long time it takes to meet a goal yes it's i I don't view that I don't dread it anymore I don't think mm-hmm. that um 4 months of eating healthy is a punishment it's just yeah. something I want to do because I feel so much better and I and I just view and value it differently mm-hmm. and um I know um, our producer Larry has been through, you know, a, a period of focusing on his health and well-being too. And mm-hmm. there's a reason we, we do this, but, but we don't talk about, well, thank goodness it's over now. I can go back to the life I had. Right. It, it, you, you want to, you want to weave that into your everyday life, these good habits, if you will. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's just changing your life. It's, reprogramming your brain we've talked a lot about mental health as well and Mm -hmm. and and it's the positivity I just want that feeling it's like this high that I want I want that all the time
0: oh I totally agree with you I totally agree with you so so if you had to pick one what would you say has been the biggest benefit of you recognizing the value of the ongoing growth process
1: Mm. yeah uh I have to say it's the realization and the acceptance Mm. and the maturity that I I believe with all the confidence I have that I'm finally ready to lead from the front Mm. and ready to stop propping everybody else up and stop cleaning up everybody else's messes Mm. because I finally found my voice and I have a trove of unlikely gifts I've only begun to celebrate. Yeah, you do. Oh, thank you. And, and you. <laughs> and, and how about you? What's your biggest benefit of recognizing the value of your life's ongoing growth process?
0: Oh, for me, it's it's similar. It, it's absolutely knowing my worth. Mm. I mean, I know what I offer. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I deserve. And that was a really hard word for me to say for a long time. Yeah. But I know what I deserve as a result of that investment. That's, that's the biggest thing for me.
1: Yeah. And you so deserve it. And not just deserving it but you're giving it back you're paying it forward you're recognizing that um we all benefit and gain from sharing and encouraging Mm -hmm. and and you do that you thank you you lift us up um it's not superficial it's a genuine you're you're so believable. You're so you. human. And I just I just adore that about you. Just, it's
0: why we're such good friends. No, she's so awesome.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time and input. Um, please join us next time for our final episode in this series of Monday Afternoon Club. And in the meantime, stay updated on what all I'm up to by signing up for my free monthly newsletter and blog at my website, dianemsamar.com or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. And if you'd like to send me a message, go to the contact tab on my website. And as always, I am so grateful to have Amy as part of the Unlikely Gifts podcast. Do you have any parting thoughts?
0: Yes, yes. First, thank you so much for inviting me on this journey. You are are a light and I am so grateful for you. And for our listeners, as you get ready to move on with your day, I'd like you to invest just five minutes in reflection. How long, well, five minutes, (laughs) but how can you look at your current journey a little differently Uh, to discover the lessons you might learn? And before the end of today, I'd like you to take just one action that stretches you and it helps you grow. Maybe it's a new route home or or maybe it's reading an article about something you'd like to learn. Just invest one action in growth before the end of the day.
1: What fantastic words of advice. Seriously. (laughs) I mean, we're worth it you're Here worth it i'm worth it larry's Here worth it. you're all worth it and so thank you for sharing that well in closing please remember to nurture your mental health and your physical health and don't ever forget there is an unlikely gift in every circumstance i'm diane m simard and this is the unlikely gifts podcast